This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that can help anyone who loves a book, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across industries. Today, we have two guests, which ladies, I have never done two guests before, interviewed two at one time. This is exciting. We have Antoinette, who has spent the last 10 years working primarily in dual language programs across underserved communities and Los Angeles. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about her background and about what she's doing now. I do know that she works for the Long Beach Public Library as a parent educator engagement coordinator, providing parents and caregivers with tools to support their children's development at home. And she's the co-founder of the organization that we're talking about today, Equity Through Literacy with Mary Soul, who has dedicated her career and learning to supporting marginalized communities in various capacities. Um, Both women were educators at some point, whether now or they were in the past, and that's how they met each other. Um, And Mary Soul's work uh, revolves around the importance of empowering families through literacy. And I just can't wait to hear about all the things these women are doing. So welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Let's begin with Antoinette. So I want to hear at some point, how did you and Mary Soul say, we're going to create this organization? Tell us how it, how it got to that point. Um, well, Mary Soul and I met uh, almost a decade ago, uh, teaching at a school in the Mid-City area of Los Angeles. We're both dual language teachers. Um, and we quickly grew a friendship from there. As we both moved on to other on to other career paths, we Marisol created this really um, amazing program at her school district, where she was creating these workshops for parents to basically um, learn and practice their inherent reading skills, kind of like book clubs, but they worked across different genres, um, and they would practice basically the same strategies that their children were practicing in the classroom, mm-hmm. um, and that had been a lifelong passion of mine to create some sort of program where we would be empowering parents um, to support their children at home, particularly in low-income communities, which we were both working in, um, and communities that weren't getting the supports and the schools maybe weren't equipped with the proper amount of um, faculty or um, resources to support the parents. And that's where Equity Through Literacy came about. And unfortunately, we, we started right when the pandemic emerged. Um, literally in March of 2020, maybe a few days or a couple of weeks before they announced everything was shutting down. And so we had to pivot a little bit. And that's where Equity Through Literacy as it stands now was born, where we, um, instead of being able to create these book clubs and workshops for parents, we pivoted a little bit and decided to equip families with resources that they need at home. So we started giving away backpacks, um, school supplies, because children were going to be learning from home now. And we wanted to make sure parents weren't only worried about health and work and monetary needs, but they also didn't have to worry about providing um, school supplies for their children. We also, most importantly, decided to provide them with books, because that's one of the things that libraries were closed. Um, The school libraries were closed as well. Their classroom libraries were closed, so children wouldn't have access to books. 
And we've kind of grown from there to where we are now. Now we've become more of a literacy slash um, social emotional slash physical development um, resource group where we work with a lot of organizations to provide all the different tools to parents from art workshops to physical uh, development workshops, uh, definitely focusing on the books. That's, that's our biggest passion, literacy, um, but just different across the board, getting food to families during the pandemic. Um, Marisol, do you wanna add on to that? Well, I, I um, do wanna interject real quick and say, good for you for pivoting. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And um, I know we all had this vision before 2020 and then you know it really rocked a lot of our worlds and you could have just stopped, but you didn't. And so I commend both of you women for that, um, for, you know, it was something that had just gotten started. It would have been so easy to just say, let's table this. And you didn't, you pivoted. And so many different families and children are benefiting from that. So Marisol, if you could kind of dig a little bit deeper, I wanna know what types of organizations are you connecting to? How are you finding these families? How are you connecting with these families? So, um similar to what Antoinette had mentioned, um, we, the phase that we're at now is um, a lot to do with wellness and providing different resources to families um, that, that can continue empowering them um, beyond just um, books and backpacks, but we always anchor our work back to literacy. So everything that we do is connected to some kind of literature piece, some kind of way, you know, um, literature literacy is um, multidisciplinary right so we want to make sure that our parents know that and um and our families know that so everything we do we always anchor it back to our work and our mission of empowering our families through that um we found ourselves um reaching out to and uh, networks and organizations that have um missions that align to ours that are all about supporting marginalized communities um, and giving back to these communities that need need the most resources and support because historically they've been um, left out of these you know of of getting access to these resources right so um, those organizations um, have that as their primary mission um, similar to ours and then we just reach out and say hey we're doing this event um, we love the work that you do. Are you interested in joining us? And most of the time, um, people agree and they, they bring their part into it. So, um, for example, we have an organization um, that works with providing um, clothing and diapers to, to kiddos and families. So they bring that part. And then we have another organization um, that provides um, fresh produce. So they, they focus on that. So every person, every organization brings um, what what they're passionate about and what they're, you know, pushing forward to this larger event and families go and have just a really great time um, getting resources. We try to keep it local to whatever community that we're at. So that way it's not just a hand out, but a hand up so that they know that they can go back um, to these organizations and get involved with the organizations and find out more about how they can continue with this type of involvement within their own communities. I have never heard uh, it said that way. And I love that. It's not just a handout, but it's a hand up. So it's not just here are these free things, go, good luck. But it's here are these free things. We want to support you. Come back and reach out to us and we will help you in other ways. That's really fantastic. 
So tell me, um, I know you had an event this weekend. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, um, so that's one of the events. Um, it was called the Festive Fiesta. We hung, we were with, um, I believe it was nine other organizations and it was like a combination toy slash clothing drive. Um, and we were invited to um, take part of the event and contribute what we do best, which is setting out our books um, and having kiddos um, go and choose a book or two of their choice. We always try to make sure that at every event that we either um, spearhead or take part of, the books that we provide are um, texts that are engaging for their age levels as well as um, representative of of um, who they are. So they see themselves in books. So um, I believe there was about, I'd say around 200 um, participants that were there and there was um, all sorts of toys and we brought in the books and we had a couple of vegan um, friendly options for food and there was clothing. So it was a really nice um, event um, in the city of Torrance. Um, it was spearheaded by a couple of other organizations that were actually Long Beach based, but um, the where we hosted the event, they provided that free space for the event to occur. So it was, it was really nice um, to see communities coming together and seeing, as, as we mentioned before, these organizations coming together, um, you know, running a toy drive. Um, one of the organizations, you know, was selling um, some of her product and putting all of those proceeds into, you know, purchasing toys. So um, yeah, that was, it was all for the community and giving, giving back during the holiday season. Mm, that is wonderful. Now, ladies, we're going to talk about the big question that I want to ask, and that's coming up in a few minutes. The big question as far as how do you get the books? But before that, I want to know, how are you marketing your, your company, your organization? How are you getting connected? You said that you will just reach out to other organizations. In what other ways? I know you're on social media, but what are other ways that you're marketing so that people know about equity through literacy? Um, social media is a big part of it. And I think at this point, we've developed a little network of organizations that have supported us as in, in attending some of our events, but also in connecting us with other organizations that they work with. Um, we've also had a really good turnout with um, some council peeps, council members. We just, we just um, spearheaded an event in the city of Griffith Park, that's, that's a Las Feliz, that's the city, um, where we took over a big part of the park and we had um, a council member come, she read a book for children, we had um, zine making, so we had arts-based workshops for parents to both think about the literacy benefits of it and the social emotional benefits of creating art at home with their children and taking it home and also continuing that, those um, activities. So we've had a really good turnout with who we, you've connected with and that's allowed us to build partnerships, larger partnerships and just build a larger network. And as we continue to grow, um, we just we just keep strengthening these these um, relationships and it's it's really been beneficial. A lot of our um, a lot of the events that we've spearheaded and that we've put together have included a similar organizations because we we um, try to to anchor ourselves around Los Angeles and a lot of the organizations that we work with um, are working throughout Los Angeles. And so 
that's been a big help. But really, it's just us kind of cold calling people, um, sending cold emails, trying to get our name out there. Um, and really just the message of how, how much support and how much, how many of these resources families need and how beneficial these, these um, events are to the community. That's wonderful. And I'm thinking if you have an art event, you probably pitch an artist or an art educator to come in and, and lead that, or you're talking social emotional. Are you reaching out to school counselors to, to teach that aspect of the workshop and connecting with people in those ways? We try to sprinkle a little bit of all of it into our events. So um, we, for the most part, we all, we've always tried to have some sort of art component because we feel like art is a really big, um, a really big way to really express yourself um, for children, especially social emotionally. Um, and that's a, such an easy way to connect it to literacy. We tend to read a book and then we'll do an art activity revolving around that, around their feelings or maybe the character's feelings um, or, you know, just being in that space and the environment with their families, how, how they can represent that in an artistic way. Um, like we mentioned, we had a zine maker the last time and the kids were just off the charts, excited about making their own zines and creating their own little books. Um, we also try to have a physical component as well because you know your physical development you're um, expressing yourself physically physical activities also support um, social emotional development so we've had yoga instructors we've had um, soccer clinics so we've had organizations that teach soccer to little ones come and we'll, they'll do a soccer clinic um, the big piece as well is food because food insecurity is a big part of your social emotional health and um we want parents to know that there are resources in their communities if they have are struggling with um, access to foods. So we try to sprinkle a little bit of all of it and we'll work with organizations who are um, where that's their mission to both support children and families, um, not just in the moment, but to give equip them with the skills and the strategies that they can take home and continue the work at home. Such a balanced approach. I love it, ladies. Wonderful. So you're, you're tapping into all of these different areas of the, the person and the human being and what we need to really thrive and survive. That's wonderful. And Marisol, I would love to ask you the big question um, because a lot of our listeners are publishers and bookstores. How are you getting books? So books is definitely... Um... Our mission and our, it's what's in high demand, right? Um, um, oftentimes we rely on um, micro grants, um, also private donors. We have a, have had um, the the honor of having a lot of people really believe in our work and in our mission. So um, people have donated, um, you know, funds that go towards towards the purchasing of these books. Um, we've also reached out to um, publishers ourselves to see if, you know, they were interested in donating um, any resources to us. And we've had some success in that as well. It's really just what Antoinette said, a lot of cold calling and cold emails to see who's interested in supporting us. Um, and um, sometimes we even, we've had an organization that gives, um, I believe it's, you can chime in Antoinette because the name's giving me access Oh my goodness. It's an organization that provides books um, that are 
gently used um, or new at times. So they've, they've provided us with quite a bit. Um, most recently, my um, daughter's former preschool, they do a holiday drive. So they did a holiday drive for us and they've given us over a hundred books um, oh. that they were able to bring in, the families were to bring in. So a lot of that type of work, um, book drives, um, private donors and, and micro grants are currently what um, really drive this work. That's wonderful. And reaching out to publishers as well. Oh, that is excellent. And we are going to make sure that we put links um, to your organization in the show notes. So anyone listening can go directly um, to those donation areas and figure out how they can collaborate with you and help your organization. I have really appreciated your time today. And I have learned so much about what two women can do when they put their amazing brains together and when they've connected and just the power of community, the power of networking and building relationships. You know where to find um, more about this organization. It'll be in the show notes and we release our episodes every Tuesday. For those of you listening, until then, think outside of the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways like we've seen in this example. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.